0: The following program has been pre-recorded. On this episode of Belonging, the show for young Catholic adults, we'll talk to young people with very busy lives.
1: I am a student at Vanderbilt University, I'm also working full-time as a nanny.
0: Looking for that place to belong.
2: Where where I really grew in that sense, particularly in college, was being around people who affirmed who I was as a a young Catholic man. And
3: getting to the ultimate
2: relationship. That relationship that we are
3: called to do every day and to have every day with Jesus Christ. All on this episode of Belonging
0: next.
4: This program is made possible by the generous donations of Jeannie and Bill School, members of Christ the King Parish in Nashville, and by a grant from the Cook Foundation. Take advantage of the many opportunities for young people in the Nashville Diocese to connect and find belonging. Like University Catholic, a community of college-age students who are serious about their faith and unite in fellowship and friendship to deepen their personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Go to universitycatholic.org to find out more. You can also connect with young Catholics like you by attending events like Summit Music City. It's a night of music followed by adoration and reconciliation. It's free and open to young people of all faiths. Go to soundscatholic.com or try Theology on Tap where you can gather with other people in their 20s and 30s like you who want to learn more about their faith while enjoying a beverage together. Join Theology on Tap Nashville on Facebook for events and times.
0: Hello and welcome to Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio. Belonging is a place where young Catholic adults can find connection, rest, and encouragement on their journey with Jesus Christ. My name is Zach Jansen. I grew up in Middle Tennessee. I'm a recent graduate of Belmont here in Nashville, and I'm here to begin this show with you. It was created out of a longing to share our walk with Christ. Our insights, joys, and laughter. You're welcome on the journey with us as we together discover what it means to find a sense of belonging. We're on 100.5 FM on your radio dial, online at our website wbou.org, the TuneIn app with your smart speaker. You can at home. You can say Plague Nashville Catholic Radio. All our shows will also be archived on that same website wbou.org. We're joined today by Father Gervon, the chaplain at University Catholic here in Nashville, Nick Aguirre, University Catholic's Director of Campus Ministry, and Katie Gillette, a Vanderbilt University student. Uh, It's a pleasure having you all today on our show. Thank you for being here, uh, for sharing your insights, and and for giving us your time. We're looking forward to a great show with you all. If we could just go around and tell us a little bit about where you're from, what it is you're doing, and where you're at in life. Uh, Nick, can we start with you?
2: Thank you, Zach. I'm Nick Aguirre. I'm the director of campus ministry for University Catholic. I assist Father Javon, chaplain there, uh, and events that happen at Vanderbilt University and Belmont University, uh, as well as at our Prasadi House, which is located right behind the Cathedral of the Incarnation. Uh, and we support uh, students throughout the diocese uh, in Nashville, um, in various ministries. We have four different dimensions uh, in which we have two different student leaders for each uh, that we support in putting on events, um, and those dimensions are spiritual, intellectual, apostolic, and human. We also have parallel student leadership boards at Vanderbilt and Belmont, um, but all of those comprise to to make up University Catholic. uh, And so it's been a wonderful uh, five months there working with Father Javon. And I'm from Mobile, Alabama originally, second of eight kids. The oldest is 30, I'm the second 28, and then the youngest is 10. So it's a big, big Catholic family. Uh, but I was born and raised Catholic. Uh, it's been really pivotal to my upbringing uh, and to I am as a young Catholic adult, uh, striving to live out the faith daily.
0: Oh, great. Thank you, Nick, for letting us know uh, where exactly it is you're doing right now. Katie, if we could move on to you, where are you at in life?
1: Hi, yeah. So I am a student at Vanderbilt University. I'm finishing up a BA in theater, but I'm only in six credits right now. So I'm also working full time as a nanny for a really awesome family in East Nashville. I've got the two little kiddos with me right now. We're at Coffee Monkey in East Nashville, enjoying a cup of coffee and some cookies. Hi, Caroline. Caroline wants to say hi. And then I'm just looking for full-time work for next year, trying to figure out where the Lord's going to take me. So, My cookie. Miles, you ate uh. your whole cookie. Good job.
0: And lastly, we're joined by Father Gervon, providing a little insight for us. Father, thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about
3: yourself, if you would. Yeah, Isaac. Hi, everybody. I'm Father Gervon. They uh, call me Father G, so it's a little bit easier to communicate. Uh I was ordained in 2014, so God, it's hard to believe that it's been almost six years that I was ordained. My first four years of priesthood, uh, I was at Father Ryan High School as the chaplain there, and then I worked a little bit with the youth office in the diocese, and I also work as, as the master of ceremonies for Bishop Chobi, and then on uh, last year, I went to uh, St. Philip Parish in Franklin, Tennessee, was uh, as uh, where I was serving as an associate pastor. And then this last July, I came to uh, University Catholic to be the chaplain. And also a little bit before that, I was appointed as the Episcopal Master of Ceremonies for the Bishop for Bishop Spouting And I also work as uh, an associate pastor at the Cathedral of the Incarnation. So, I kind of have like three full-time jobs right now, uh, but I enjoy every single, you know, moment of it. And one of the things that I do, you know, my main, so to speak, job is chaplain at University Catholic. Like Nick said a little bit, we are the campus ministry for the Diocese of Nashville for the Nashville area. So, we primarily work with, you know, Vanderbilt and uh, Belmont students, but then because, you know, we are in Nashville, we kind of help another, you know, smaller universities or college that do not have like established campus ministry. So we kind of, you know, work with all of them as well. So that's kind of what we do. And pretty much our mission is to propose Jesus Christ and form his disciples. So that's kind of bringing up community and make sure that they know that they have a place to be in a place that they can call home. So that's where we
0: are. That's amazing. Well, thank you. It sounds like everybody has really busy lives out there right now, even in the midst of uh, social distancing. Uh, But we're really focusing on the theme of the show as we begin here, uh, talking about belonging, finding that sense of home uh, in our young adult lives. Nick, I want to start with you, if I could. I was reading a little bit about your bio on the University Catholic website and something that really intrigued me. I noticed you had a line in there that you noticed there was a need for, a dire need for com- community on campus. Can you talk a little bit about that, what that means to you, uh, how you're fulfilling that in your role and where you saw that as a student, the need for community?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I, I graduated Vanderbilt in 2014 uh, and I immediately started attending masses. They would do mass at uh, Belmont Belmont uh, Chapel, or sorry, at uh, Benton Chapel at 9 p.m. So I'd attend that, I would sing in the choir with that I was in a freshman bible study um and started attending uh sunday suppers and different different events um with what was vanderbilt catholic it ended up becoming university catholic which is uh the broader blanket for the whole diocese now which has been really really wonderful uh, to cast a wider net uh so when i when i was in it, it was primarily just vanderbilt and it, it transitioned to more uh to be to be broader um and really, I mean exactly what Father's saying about it being a, a place that uh, is welcoming, is inviting, a place that you know you can uh, practice your faith, and not just practice it, but to really, really learn and, and uh, go deeper in, in your study of the faith and receiving the sacraments as often as possible, and to really grow in that appreciation for that, and uh, ultimately, and I think most importantly, your relationship with Jesus Christ. And so that's that's mm-hmm. been. Um, really wonderful to be able to experience that as a student, uh, to have that relationship, but now to be um, really working to propose uh, Jesus to students um, and just to make that uh, a community of of people who are in love with with Christ and uh, can share that with each other.
0: You're right. I was wondering how it feels being on one side of it uh, as a student, as a teenager, maybe looking up to those who are providing you guidance, being on the other side of things with the tables turned, has that had a huge impact on your life? Uh, being able to mentor these young college students,
2: absolutely. Uh, a, a big part of mentorship really is having a friendship, is caring about the well-being of of the other. Um, and I know personally, uh, where belonging, where that, where I really grew in that sense, particularly in college, uh, was being around people who affirmed who I was as a, a child of God, as a A young Catholic man um, and really showed me love and respect uh, for my dignity as as a human person and that's something that all people are are looking for but particularly college students um, are really looking for and that love and respect is something that I think can Mm -hmm. oftentimes be lacking or just um, seem to be put on hold but it's definitely something that's at the the very forefront of what we do at University Catholic and uh, it's been wonderful to be part of that.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Nick. And Katie, moving on to you, I was wondering, how has it felt for you uh, being a college student? Was there just no doubt in your mind at all that you thought, if I go to college, I got to find a Catholic community, and that's just got to be the way it is. That's the way I was raised. How was it your mindset going into school?
1: Yeah, I would say University Catholic has really been one of the cornerstones of my experience as a college student, and particularly at Vanderbilt. Um, I went to public high school, got a great education but was definitely lacking in that community in high school and noticed that because I did not have those friends that really supported me and called me higher. I often put my faith on the back burner or tried to hide it, Mm. but having friends that were also pursuing Jesus who wanted to know the church, to love the church, to serve the church, that was really Mm. incredibly encouraging for me. And it was, I would say the catalyst that allowed me to, really commit to a life of prayer and to a life of seeking virtue and not just to a life of being culturally catholic
0: Mm, almost like settling for less like you were really seeking more yes and
1: i think i didn't know that i wanted more all through high school i think in high school i thought oh i you know i was well catechized i go to mass on sunday i go to confession once a year I'm a really great Mm -hmm. Catholic, you know, I'm doing all the things I should. And having that community of people who said, no, like we should be striving to go to confession once a month or more. We should be striving Mm. to make mass a part of not just our weekend, but of, you know, several days of our week, we should make prayer a part of our lives every day. And we should strive to know the Lord in such an intimate way that we like overflow with joy to everybody around him. Mm -hmm. That was a really beautiful invitation that, I don't think I'd received up to that point. And so, yeah, to have friends living that out with me was just incredibly beautiful and empowering.
0: Absolutely. And Father, she mentioned that kind of idea of putting faith on the back burner in our lives. Have you seen that uh, in, in your side of the community, though, as people going really the extra mile to put faith first when they're moving off to pursue an education?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think for us, I you know, when I'm talking to my broader priest, I said that I have the best Job in the diocese because you know, a lot of times <laughs> yeah. you see people, you know, who go like the, the students who come to University of Catholic are the students that they want to be there, you know. Mm, so, yeah, they come to masses because they want now. It's not more my mom wants me to come, or you know, or it's because they want, so they they you know, they seek that the thirst that we have in our soul. Light like St. Augustine says that that my soul is thirsty until I find you. Then when mm. I find you oh Lord, I I found everything that I was looking for. So and that went the whole thing of the sense of belonging to that coming, that you know, yes, I am a part of something that is bigger. You know, I'm mm. part of a church, I'm part of I'm, I'm a part of a community. So that kind of all brings us together. And Having, you know, those people coming, we are helping each other to become what God created
0: us to be. Wow, that's a great point. Kind of forgetting yourself for a moment, to be a part of something bigger than yourself. That's what we hear growing up a lot in high school, but really living that out in our faith.
3: Yeah, and then now, you know, now your faith is you are, you know, the one who's going to take your faith seriously Mm in Leave on, on that faith, you know. Mm. Now, you know, reconciliation like Katie was saying or, or, you know, confession, adoration, all that is not something that I have to do because my mom or my dad make me do it. Mm. But now I choose to do, choose to do that because it is something that is important for me. You were right. And with
0: what Katie's saying, you can go to mass every Sunday and confession when you can and adoration, but it almost like it just means so much less I guess when you're going through the motions in a sense, it's something that you had mentioned, Father, when we had the idea for the show, Belonging, it's it's a daily decision, it's not just one and done, it's a choice you make every day.
3: Our faith life is a relationship. Can you imagine, you know, if you marry with somebody, say, yes, I'm fell in love with you, I say yes to you on the first day of our wedding and I forget about you, I never talk about you. You know, <laughs> it, it doesn't work that way, you know, in a relationship, mm-hmm. in, in a dating relationship. You know, it's, it's that thing that, you know, you, I mean, we all had girlfriends in our lives. So we all can say, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter if I spend five hours of that person. As soon as I get home, it's like, oh, I forgot to say, and then you call and you spend two more hours on the phone because you want to be with that person. You know, mm-hmm. and that is the relationship, you know, that high call, that relationship that we are called to do every day and to have every day of Jesus Christ. The person oh, who my life and your life. So it's not something that, oh, yeah, I'm done, you know, like I'm done with my sacraments of Christian initiation. So hopefully, whenever I decide to get, back, you know, to get married, I'll you know, come back to the church to get me. No, the church is, you know, is living, is alive. Jesus is alive and he wants a relationship with us every single day. So, wow. you know, and then that's kind of that sense of belonging, that sense of being part of something that is bigger than myself. Hmm. Beautiful. And I think that's what you know. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes we we have that pretty well established in the parishes or in high schools. And all you know, mm-hmm. and then you go to college. I think you know, in throughout the whole United States, you have a lot of that great, you know, sense of you. Ha- you know, you have this, but then when you finish college, what you do, you know, hmm. that's a good point. Am I gonna? Because even at college that, yes, you, you you make your own decisions and you go and you want, you know, to take the faith serious. But then when you come out of there, it's like, what do you do as a young professional or, or somebody that just graduated from college? What is that mm-hmm. kind of means? You know, and then sometimes you go to parishes and dioceses far, far away from here things be mm-hmm. that doesn't happen in the sense that, you know, like this is my church. You get out of here, you know, mm-hmm. in the sense that, you know, like we always done this for 30 years or whatnot, and we're going to keep going. And, uh, so yeah, it, it's just kind of things that we have to kind of figure out what does belonging mean?
0: I'm letting everybody know where this is belonging on Nashville Catholic radio. And so Nick, he was reminding me of your life story in a sense, uh, finishing your undergrad, going to grad school, what has attracted you uh, to be a practicing Catholic, uh, finishing school, and going back to work with students?
2: I had my parents uh, raise, raised me Catholic and um, mm-hmm. really instilled that in me, but it wasn't, and I went to Catholic school all the way through, but it uh, wasn't until university at Vanderbilt where, as Father was saying, I was making, making that choice to say that this is something that I wanna do, this is mm-hmm. what I know to be true, this is what I know to be good. And I'm going to pursue this uh, and try to live that out. And that takes a lot of support. Uh, mm-hmm. I was fortunate. at folks missionaries who um, helped kind of disciple and minister to me as a student, um, mm. the chaplain, Father Baker, who was at Vanderbilt uh, when I was there. Yeah. Uh, so there's people that really support you. And if those people aren't there, then it's, uh, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of things that could very easily sort of uh, pull you away or destabilize just, just because mm. there's just challenges within academia um within, within schools that you really have to be kind of on the front lines in that regard uh, but after graduating i went to grad school university of alabama and taught voice there sang in the um, operative department there and um fortunately i was doing music at saint francis of cc university parish there and met mm-hmm. people through that so i always had a really um, participatory connection to mass just being a cantor and singing at church mm-hmm. um, But even then it's, it's very easy to sort of let, let things kind of become just going through the motions, you know, and and something with that, if you're saying something, or if you're singing something um, you want there to be intention to, to that prayer, you want there to be um, Mm. real specificity. And also just to be as open to God's will for your life and to be as open to the word as possible at Mm. whatever point you're at. And it's that, that kind of changes, but it's a daily thing. It's something that you constantly, um, open yourself up to and, and engage in. And so I knew as a young adult, that I had this craving, you know, this desire to sort of fill what had always been given to me, um, mm-hmm. and sort of been created. And so you have to be a lot more intentional to say, well, I'm going to go to this event. I'm going to go to this, um, night, or you have to be a leader within that. And that's, that's sort of what I discovered. Mm-hmm. I, I taught for a couple of years and I moved back to Nashville two years ago and got involved with the cathedral of the incarnation here, uh, found a a really just a great group of young men uh, at the cathedral who uh, did book clubs together. And so we we were in these book clubs and we got to eat after, but it just provided an incredible opportunity for people who were maybe necessarily wouldn't have been friends or had the same careers, but for us to all, we share the faith and we shared our desire to learn more about it. And, Mm. um, and so that, that was just, has been incredible. And I still have those friendships and those are people that mentor and, Uh, support me uh, even now and that's that's been so vital but I I would say Mm. even within that um, I I was still hungry for more and so I I went to Mm. even other young adult groups at different churches and so I was uh, I guess kind of bouncing around but I would say that that that's something that uh, it's important to have those different people and as a young person in your 20s you have the freedom that you can you can do that Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a family or if a career depending where you're at you might not always be able to to give that investment but that's that's something that i've been really really blessed here in nashville to be able to have mm-hmm. those opportunities and for that to be close and for the people uh, to really be open to um, to sharing in that adult community and just to be yeah open arms to, to pull you in and um, just love you in that way
0: well, you've been a great leader at University Catholic so far and, and a great witness to your faith. And Katie, I know you're busy there with the kids, uh, but moving on to you, what, what has been rewarding to you as a young Catholic adult? And what are some challenges you face? Has it all been easy? I'm, I know it's it looks easy, but on the, on the outside, there's, there's some difficulties in practicing the faith.
1: I would say that it has certainly not been all sunshine and rainbows. Although one of the things I really have to thank my parents for is like just the basics of practicing the faiths come very naturally to me at this point in my life. You know, going to mass on Sundays, going to confession regularly, making prayer a priority because my parents raised me really well. But I think Mm -hmm. one of the things that has been challenging is learning to receive that high call that the church gives (laughs) that the church really does call us to be saints wherever the Lord sends us in life. And I think it is so easy to, to settle for mediocrity and to say, I'm doing all right. You know, like I'm doing my best and it's not fair that the Lord or the church expects more of me. And especially Mm. without that sense of community and belonging. But one of the things that I've really grown to realize, and that actually has been a great reward is realizing that, I am meant to be a saint, you know we are all meant to be saints and that belonging to the church, to the body of Christ actually means to be a saint Mm. and not necessarily that we are canonizable right now at this point in our lives, but that we are striving Uh for that and that we are allowing Jesus to draw us deeper and deeper into his love, to sanctify us I think realizing that That is what I am meant for, that I'm meant to Mm. belong to the body of Christ and to the family of saints. That has been one of the greatest rewards that kind of helps to counteract that challenge of feeling like the high call of the church can Mm. be too difficult. Is realizing that like that's actually what I'm made for and that the Lord has given me friends, people to walk with me towards that. I got to go because Caroline is running in this coffee shop.
0: Oh, that's okay. Yeah, go take care of the kids. Father, could you speak on that topic, uh, the call to sainthood? That might be foreign to some people when they think, what do you mean? Am I supposed to be like a, a saint like 2,000 years ago? And what does that pertain to
3: our lives? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and through our baptism, that's where everything starts. Mm. You know, when the deacon or a priest is baptizing a baby, the first thing is, the first question that we ask to the parents is, what name do you give to this child? You know, and mm. then they, they say, Zach, Nick, and, and, and then, you know, second question is, what do you ask for Nick, for Zach, for Katie? Mm. The parents say faith or baptism. And through that baptism, we are called to become, mm. I mean, through that baptism, we, are, we become sons and daughters of Christ. We become part of the church. We belong to the church. Hmm. And our first call is the call to life. You know, God calls us. And and sometimes it's 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 interesting because, you know, some people like, well, I was, you know, I was conceived in a bad relationship. It doesn't matter. God desired you since you were conceived. He calls hmm. you to life. And then next step, he calls you to be a saint. He calls you to, when you die, to be seeing Jesus face to face. Mm-hmm. In our our you know our whole life, that is that we should be desiring and seeking for to be in heaven with God, to see Him face to face. So that is the call to sainthood. We are called to be saints. Maybe it's not gonna be, you know. Maybe it's. We're not going to be like a a proclaimed saint by the church. But through our call, through our lives, we are called to live that life. That's why we have uh, November 1st, we celebrate All Saints Day. Those Mm, those days that you, you know, the day that you all, we celebrate all those saints that are not necessarily canonized by the church, but are you know, indeed see God face to face. And we all have those people and we are all called to be those people, to be, you know, to see God face to face. And that's our
0: mm. call in our lives. Wow, beautiful. I, I want to thank each of you personally, uh, Father Gervon, Nick, Katie, thank you for your time today. And just to really dive deeper into what it means to find that sense of belonging. And I think we're slowly getting there. And it's a true testimony to see that all the work you all are doing on college campuses to know that you can find you can find community, you can find a place to call home. And thank you for that reminder that, that we're called to sainthood. We're called to something more. Thank you all for your time today.
1: Thanks for having us.
2: Thank you.
3: Thank you, Zach, and know that we are, you know, in this together and we are, you know, waiting for the next one and be able to, you know, understand what a little bit more what belonging means, and how we all belong to God and to the church and to each other.
0: Well, we've come to an end of our time together and I want to thank today's guest and all of you in our listening audience. Thank you for spending your time with us. If you liked what you heard today, let us know. You can write to info at wbou.org. You can also tune in online at our website, wbou.org. We are 100.5 FM on your radio dial, the TuneIn app with your smart speaker you can at home you can say Plague Nashville Catholic Radio all our shows will also be archived on that same website WBOU.org and special thank you to Jim Crow our programming director my name is Zach Jansen thank you for listening to Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio the next belonging the show for young catholic adults we'll talk to eric risalvolto
2: um, i'm a, a swim technician so i work with uh, swim athletes all around the country and I have a couple of international clients as well and uh, I'm also a professional swimmer.
0: But he didn't find his sense of belonging
2: in the pool. Well, I qualified for Olympics for example in 2016 and that wow. lasted, I, I felt nothing when I touched the wall and qualified and I felt a little mm. bit good at dinner with my family that night and by the time you're back at the hotel it's what's next. Yeah it's very very fleeting.
0: His relationship with Jesus changed where he got his satisfaction.
2: I'm feeling this massive shift of you know, I want affirmation for what I'm doing, even like from my own family and my own father. Like, I want you going from I want him to see me as a fast swimmer. I want him to see me as a successful swimmer. like now, my want is man. I, I want him to be proud of me for the man of God that I am.
0: But it took going to that vulnerable place inside us.
3: Sometimes it can be a scary place for you to go. The silence, mm. wow. because you know, by that that passage, that you know. There was a earthquake. There was a fire. There's there was a you know a rain. God wasn't there. God wasn't that you know that, that breeze that came that on the silence. So I think that it's again. It sometimes is. It's it's a difficult place to go to in silence.
0: On the next belonging Thursday at 11 a.m. on WBOU Nashville Catholic Radio.